Hello, this is Billy Moon. Thanks for tuning to my podcast. The main purpose of starting this series is to pick the brains of other talented, interesting people, what their dream goals are, their fears, their successes, and their failures. I also love connecting good people to other gatekeepers to achieve their dreams. So bear with my interview skills, if any, and dive into the stills of life. Here we go. Isabella Brenza. <laughs> Did I say that right? That's Yeah, you put a little accent on there, but yeah. It's a little Brenza. long of a name. What do your friends call you? You know, I... <laughs> yes, I, a lot of my guy friends will just call me Brenza, which I kind of think is it's a cute. nice sound to it. Yeah, yeah, and then um, a lot of my friends that I've known forever they'll call me Bella. Oh. My parents don't love Bella, so they go the Izzy route or Is. So I, I, you know, I respond to all of the names. <laughs> um, just thinking back, like we met on a photo shoot two years ago, almost three. Of twenty twenty one. Yeah. I can't believe it. I know. It feels like a year ago. It does. That was a fun um, shoot. It was. That was really fun. Oh, that was nice to hear. Um, it was, yeah, uh, right when COVID was like destroying the world, right? We met with masks on. We did, yeah. Yeah, we met in Manhattan Beach, one of my favorite places. Can't control the wind. Nope. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> but at least it was uh, warm enough for a swim shoot. It was. Yeah. That was great. Okay, cool. You were a model first. And now you've transitioned to acting? I was modeling from a pretty young age. I was also into ballet, so I was doing a lot of oh. stuff with dance. And I really enjoyed it. And then I kind of went through a little awkward phase at one point. So I stopped the modeling and transitioned a little bit out of the ballet. And then when I finally wanted to get back into it, I think I was a junior in high school. I signed with an agency in Dallas. And... I just, you know, started modeling a lot and I got... Is that where you grew up? No, I've actually lived in so many places. Um, I was born in Chicago uh-huh. and I've lived a lot of years there. But in eighth grade, my parents moved me to Arkansas, which was kind of when I that? stopped modeling and I stopped dance. Is that a country? I don't know. It's, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, it's a, Arkansas people are going to kill me now. No. So I kind of had to adjust a little bit living there. I got back into modeling and I was flying to and from Dallas all the time to do shoots and I was missing a lot of school and then I got an opportunity to fly over to Asia to Hong Kong and China and do some modeling there so I How fit- old were you then? I was 16, 16, wow, you got 17 in Hong Kong. Yeah, so I I was, you know, went there for a few months and I, you know, had my laptop with me. I was finishing all my high school assignments while I was there. And it was definitely... You didn't go alone, did you? My mom flew with me to take me there to make sure everything was safe. Oh, and safe. then she had to fly back. Um, and then she flew back. I think she stayed a couple of days or a week or something Is like that. Is that even legal? I think so. When you're 16? Yeah, I mean... just leave you there? Yeah, I guess so. I Peace mean, out. I did it. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, it was super cool. And I, you know, it was a bit of a shock for me. I, you know, went through the highs and lows of it of being super excited and being homesick of course and yeah i flew back right when my high school graduation was and i you know walked with my class good timing and you know <laughs> i i still got my diploma everything so that then i packed my bags and i moved to la and i just came straight here and i thought i was gonna be you know oh right after 18 ish i was graduation. still 17 
<clears throat> yeah. Wow. I have a summer birthday, so I, or maybe I did turn 18. I don't know. I, I'm, I get confused. It's all yeah. a blur. I was either 17 or 18. <laughs> yeah, I moved straight here and I, you know, thought I was going to be this crazy supermodel. And, you know, I was booking stuff and I was doing a decent job, but there was always something. The cops are so, after us. I know. They heard the. <laughs> it's okay. Keep going. <laughs> they heard that I went to Hong Kong when I was only 16. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark joke. <laughs> um, Taken four. Yeah. Hey, that'd be kind of a cool movie. Yeah. You moved here. I moved here and, you know, I was trying to do the modeling thing and, you know. And your mom came with you here? No. I mean, of course, you know, they kind of helped me get settled a little bit. I had uh -huh. one of my, she actually used to babysit me um, when I was little. Her name is Laura. She's, I would say, eight years older than me, I think. That's it? And so, yeah. So she, you know, was like, when she was in high school, she was babysitting me when I was in grade school and oh. we became really close she's kind of like the older sister i never had and uh she came out here and kind of me and her drove my car across country from Holy dallas cow. and uh you know she stayed with me for a bit kind of let me get settled in so i've always had people that have been very supportive and helpful mm. so i can't say i just like did everything by myself but i did you know i i didn't know anyone here i what threw a... myself into the deep end with the ankle weights on but um <laughs> i just you know it, it was it's interesting so yeah i've kind of been here ever since so now it's la is home just to go back a little bit like what brands and things were you modeling for in asia though you know that's the funny thing so there you know they there's so many of their own brands there that you know people would have no idea what they are here but i you know i did a couple of smaller runway shows you know a, a lot of e-commerce it's not like a okay. it's not like it's not like modeling in europe where there's all these yeah. crazy designer brands yeah, yeah. um it's so it sounds like they a just slightly wanted a different market but it they was just wanted cool. a non-asian face for their exactly products. and you know a lot of editorials i did a couple of uh -huh. like magazine editorials and those tear sheets were really cool and fun but it was more i feel like was I super successful? To be honest, not really. Um, <laughs> but well, that's a twist, because yeah. like every model's dream is to like work outside the you know their yeah. home country and like. I was so eager and I wanted it so badly that it was almost coming off desperate in a way, which was a huge. When I look back, a huge learning lesson. I mean, I don't regret it at all. I think I learned so much. I. You know got to experience the world at a young age most people don't get to do that i mm -hmm. you know learned how to make a living how to make money you grew um, up faster i grew up faster i learned how to you know what to eat i learned about you know exercise and diet super early on when most public transportation. people are not exactly public transportation i would walk miles like i would find somewhere i would want to go and it'd be like it's eight miles away and i would be like all right let's lace up those tennis shoes and no. i i did and no. i put my headphones on and i'd walk for miles aren't there. their buses cleaner than ours probably but i just kind of liked walking it even cleared my head and i just would go and you i never would, felt unsafe never Never. Really? And I don't know if that is Were you naive was me being naive. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been conscious. I feel like I'm super street smart. My parents have taught me, you know, so much with that. And yeah. I feel like I am always, you know, aware of my surroundings. But at the same time, I'm not really, just, I'm not a super scared person. So I usually just go for things and I figure it out along the way. 
so maybe it was a little bit um me being naive but i don't think i was ever reckless i was always very i knew what i was doing and i tried to be cautious and calculated but i did at the same time love to take risks and kind of just to see where it got me and if i failed then you know it always brought me into the next thing that i wanted to do that I maybe never would have figured out if I didn't take those risks. Jeez. And you probably most likely lived with other models. I did. Every day. And yep, model like apartments. Understand everyone's like little niches and little nuances and personality traits. Oh, and, for sure. For sure. And, and um, no, like no major fights or conflicts or anything like that. No, I've really never been much of a fighter, to be honest. Okay. I feel like I do get along with mostly everyone and if i don't i try to find at least one common denominator to yeah. you know at least that way there's something genuine about it and yeah i just yeah a real I, connection with a common trait sure. exactly yeah. exactly and there usually is always some something you mm-hmm. may have to dig into some deep conversations or ask them some questions and kind of figure out what that is but yeah i've never been much of a fighter so i usually try to avoid all of that and i like to you know try to be the peacemaker if i can <laughs> that explains it why you're the oldest out of like how many 500 five, f- 500 five, yeah yeah 500 kids <laughs> i'm the oldest of five very strong mother yes yeah she she is she's taught me a lot wow why do you like modeling that's a tough question i you know i don't do as much of it now i've kind of transitioned more into acting but i did have such a strong love for it i've always loved photos and i've loved Mm -hmm. fashion from a young age i've loved art and coloring and i even you know tried to sew and make my own clothes at one point when i was little i've just always loved every aspect of fashion Mm -hmm. from start to end you know to see an image and see like what can be done and there's so many parts of it there's you know the people that edit it the photographers the lighting um there's so many things that go into it and i don't think most people realize that and so all of that stuff kind of intrigued me even you know the hair and the makeup i've i've just always loved all of it and i've loved magazines and, and reading and i kind of was always looking for a deeper meaning in it which i wouldn't say i necessarily found other than i just love fashion mm-hmm. but it kind of accidentally brought acting to me and i feel like that is when i was like that is why i've learned everything i have with modeling and gone through everything that i did because they are similar but they're also very different and i i don't regret any of the modeling stuff i've done or all the years that i spent pursuing it because i truly think it led me to what now is my end goal modeling you can do for a while but i like i said i wasn't the most successful with it to be totally honest i think i take great images but as far as booking I'd always kind of struggled. I was always slightly too short or not skinny enough for some brands, like the more swim, you know, that kind of stuff. And then too skinny for some of the other stuff. So I was always just kind of like, no one really knew where to place me because I wasn't, I wasn't 5'10", so I couldn't really do like big runway shows or, you know, the bigger brands they wanted, at least back then a couple of years ago, they still wanted super super tall girls and i would go and i would try so hard and i would stretch every day and pray to god to grow like two three inches but i just was always they have, they have surgeons for that now slightly short yeah i know i know where was that a few these, years ago they putting these rods i know 
it's crazy but it's kind of cool to see how you know i feel like the industry has shifted a little bit and it's not as particular yeah in a lot of those it's a ways bit more inclusive i think it is yeah. which is great so yeah I'm, I'm never gonna turn down a chance to model or you know even work on the other side of things i love you know creating sets and doing all that and i haven't had much experience doing it personally but i always loved you know kind of putting my input in or you know kind of just figuring out how we could make the shoot better so i i still still love it but definitely i'm yeah you definitely have a creator's brain yeah like yeah maybe a producer's brain yeah yeah so that could sure. be in the near future for sure i would love to produce um i kind of love to do a little bit of everything which mm. maybe sometimes it's too much because i need to zero in but and I think acting for sure is my, you know, my main focus. But figuring out how to write a script and learn how to do that and it's putting so puzzle pieces together for a yeah. project and being on the producer side or directing even. I, I love all of it. I think it's super fun. And I definitely feel like I have an eye for it for sure. Which movie would you say you felt seen? Ooh. I mean, we were talking about any, La La Land. Okay, that's briefly. what I was going to say. Okay, it took me a second to... to you saw yourself like, oh, wow. I would say specifically in the last six months, okay. La La Land. Why? Just bec well, because I... <laughs> because you're, you're a great singer. And, oh, no, I'm actually a horrible <laughs> singer, so that is not going to... That no, part, no. no. Well, oh, but well, she's being modest, guys. I do. I we can't will tell sing. The, we can't tell the casting agents yeah. like, she's a horrible singer. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I can learn. I can she's, learn. She's very I'm modest. Yeah. Why I, La La Land? I say La La Land. Why do you identify with Ryan Gosling? <laughs> <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's a tap dancer. I, oh, yeah. I did do a little bit when I was younger. So the dancing part mm. I could handle. I kind of relate to both of their characters and them, mm. you know, struggling sure. at first. Even Ryan Gosling's character, where he's struggling, he doesn't exactly know where he fits in and he knows his love for music, but he doesn't know exactly like what to do with it or where to go and just kind of that struggle of like where do I fit in and how can I get my foot in the door I definitely relate with that yeah you're specifically talking about um I guess in the second act where does he take a reliable job exactly working for John Legend yep or does he just take that risk and just open his jazz club his jazz club yeah but it wasn't happening right and we've all been there we're like we're waiting for these breakthroughs. Yeah. We're doing what we can, but it's not happening. But we need to have a stable job. Exactly. And so, then, and then she calls him out. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> even her working at you know the the coffee shop yeah. and and trying to get to the You've auditions. Oh, I'm still doing it. I. You've been a barista. I yeah. I mean, I I work at a little cafe twice a week usually and um okay. what kind of creatures come in and harass you honestly it's a lot of industry people which is kind of cool oh, that's cool a lot of them you know are very incognito do in you a way secretly do your homework of like who's you know who's sometimes everybody? i will look people up if i you yeah. know take their payment and i see their name and in it rings a bell to me and a lot of our customers do come back so i feel like it is kind of cool and you know even to make small talk with them and i i've made you know a couple of met a couple of cool people there and nice. a, a lot of the regulars you know you become friends with and even um billy d williams who plays lando in the star wars movies oh, wow. he is a regular customer oh, there out. okay and you know <laughs> i you know i have such a love for him he's such a sweetheart and he'll always we give... still have each other yes yeah yeah we use the force i know to fight yeah 
<laughs> he's so great and um you know he'll you know give me advice when he can and it's just super cool to be around those people and i just it, it gives me you know hope that you know i i will get there one day mm. and it it you know you hear people's stories too i mean it's they had to work hard to get where they're at and yeah you know they maybe look like they're living the life now but you know they fought hard to get there and they always remind me of like this job is only temporary like you are on your way and it's nice to be around that environment because it can get discouraging when you're trying to book all these auditions and you spend so much time and money and so put so much heart into these and then you just then never money. hear anything yeah. it's you gotta like it's like getting hit with a baseball bat and then you have to just get back up and keep yeah keep swinging it's it can be hard yeah before we started recording we were talking about that that pivotal um argument scene in la la yes. land we've individually been through those exact same words with our previous uh partners i guess i kind of freaked out when i saw that for the first time i was like oh my god that's like word for word what i went through yeah and it's... but there's like no answer to it because it's like do we put down our dream passion or do we work stupid jobs which i've done by the way for many many years in my 20s yeah and i, and I regret that very much because i didn't I didn't take the risk like they did. So Yeah, and it's hard to... I feel like there's also a balance. I mean, you have to be able to pay your bills, but yeah. you also have to be able to have freedom to to do what you need to do to take those risks. And yeah, going back to that scene, I mean, it's... I also really... I chose this movie um, because I, you know, I'm actually... I'll just go out and say it. You know, I've kind of had a similar situation that, you know, happened a couple of months ago with one of my best friends and you know we kind of tried to date and we were so close as friends at first so it was kind of a risk and we both knew oh. it but it kind of came down to the same conversation at the end of the day like we both have so many dreams and goals that we need to accomplish and we just we were like you know what like we know what we have if it's something this real that will never go away so let's just cut it right now and let's just go full head on go f go oh my gosh i can't talk today <laughs> just well, you know great. keep trudging forward and both focus on our goals instead of focusing on each other and when the time is right if it ever is right you know we know that it will it will always be there but i feel like especially in your 20s like it, it was hard and you know oh, it wow. was you lived out that movie then. pretty much i mean pretty much and it's still and we're still close and we still hang out and we're still friends and you know there are times and i had my fair share you know a couple of weeks i was crying my eyes out every single day because i was so upset but i do yeah. think you know right now it is the best decision and he has a lot of things he needs to accomplish and i can't wait to see him win and wait, i know can I he ask? Feels like the you guys same. you guys were friends first and then it became romantic yeah we were best friends first for over a year and it you know we have the same acting manager which is how we okay how I, we I need to pick your brain about this yeah because crossing the friend zone i've done it once and, uh -huh. it, and it backfired as i imagine most people would yeah and i never done it again because it's like the obvious risk is like you lose your friend if like you guys are not on the same page how did you guys cross over you know it, i think it was there from day one and i don't think how do you know that we are both super stubborn so neither of us will ever admit who liked who first or whatever we would you know the signs were all there everyone with two eyes would tell us but or tell me anyways at least people that i uh. knew 
Um, so they just kind of your your chemistry was obvious. It was it was very obvious, and you know, flirtation, kind of flirting too. Yes, for sure, but never really ever crossing a boundary at all until you know about a year, maybe over a year into us being friends and. I think it was just bound to happen eventually, and then it, what, what it, happened? Like I, I still don't know. It's like, did, like he touched your hand or he, he kissed you. Like you don't have to give me like the dirty secrets, but it's just like I, I actually don't. It's weird because I've never really had it happen to me before. Um, and then one night, you know, we just had a fun night out, and it just, you know, a few drinks in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like people, you know, you don't care as much. You let your guard down, and I think. We both knew... Not too many drinks. Not too many. You'll get no. on the news. No, no, no. Oh, absolutely not. Not too many. These days, Can't do yeah. anything that crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and I, I think we were both super scared, and we still are maybe a bit ruining the friendship, but we kind of, you know, when we did talk about it and we decided to, you know, put things on pause, we, we kind of, you know, both agreed, like, that our friendship is the most important thing to us mm-hmm. other than, like, trying to achieve our dreams. Mm-hmm. So... That's why we did put a pause on it because we felt like if we continued right now, it just would end in disaster because, you know, I need to do what I need to do and he needs to do what he needs to do. And it's not involving, you know, anyone else, but it's just we just don't have time for everything. Like sure. we only have so much room on our plate and it, it we were spending a lot more time together and I think we were both getting slightly distracted. So I was kind of it was kind of nice that we were able to have such an open and honest communication about it. And, um, you know, it was him that brought it up. And like I said before, it was obviously very tough for me to hear that at first. But now that I've sat on it, I totally see that it was for the best. And I think because we it wasn't the right time and we decided to put a pause on it, I think that did save our friendship because I don't mm. know if otherwise it would have been repaired. Yeah, because the last thing I'll say about the movie a friend said this uh she said even though they're not together anymore they were in each other's lives to give that love and motivation to help each other's achieve their dreams exactly even if that sacrifices their romance yes that sucks but they still have that that gift of love uh, in their memories exactly and it'll always be there and i feel like it serves such a purpose at the time that it's supposed to and will always have that connection and whether is he an actor he is yeah and i think oh man yeah what if you guys book the same movie and then that would be great and there's, we a, would, and there's a kissing then scene. we would for sure win oscars if that were the case but <laughs> no seriously this could be like part of your uh tv show like uh, a character based on you it's like oh yeah we put a pause and then six months later you book a romantic drama that's actually good. My mom has actually been telling me to, you know, maybe write some type of, yeah. maybe not a you're rom-com, physically doing but something the, like that You're about physically my life. doing the intimate stuff, but it's for work. It's not you guys. Yeah, exactly. It's And it's going to confuse the fuck out of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Can I you know. imagine? All right. That's a wrap for today. Uh, yeah. Hey. It's, so, so have you been? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You, you kissed a little too hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, like I said, I think that would be super cool. And I I think we, you know, we always root each other on. And we, you know, we talk almost every day. I'm sure there's like five missed calls from him on my phone right now. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, well. I, I relate to the movie. And I think when you have such big dreams, especially in your 20s, like you have to prioritize those. Mm-hmm. And I think they're will be time for love 
And if it's meant to be, I always tell myself it will not miss me. So it, if him and I are supposed to be together, it will it will work out in the future when the timing is. I don't know if it will ever be easier, but maybe that it'll be better. We'll have more room on our plate because right now we just we just don't have it. I mean, every actor says this. I mean, they graduate high school, they pack up their bags, and they come to Los Angeles. Today's teenagers and young twenties. What's the fucking term now? Gen Gen, one, Gen Z, Gen X Y Z, Gen, Gen X Z, you know, pre millennial. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff is bullshit. But it's like, it's like they're growing up slower and they're kind of not awake sooner. So it's like, what do you say to that? I mean, is everyone just like spoiled and lazy now? Ooh, I mean, I do think there is a bit of that. I feel like people do think. I mean, you know, with Instagram and TikTok and all these things, it's very easy to to blow up on something like that these days and i think the younger generation is a little bit more spoon-fed for sure um like even my my little sister i mean she's great and i love her so much and she's actually blowing up on tiktok right now Uh which i mean i'm not gonna say i could never but like it's just not my thing and she's so good at it and i'm i'm i'll look at it and i'm like wow like this is crazy that she's that she's doing this but I mean, I'm glad that she's doing something um, for sure. But and she puts work into it, and she gets brand deals, and people pay her and send her stuff. I'm like, oh, this is great. She is basically just lip singing song videos, and she's cute. And I don't know, she just kills it with that. I've shot some young models who every other model would say they want to be an actor, Mm -hmm. but they don't do anything about it. Oh, that's what do you say to that? I mean, I think that's kind of a normal thing happening here. Well, that's the tragic I, thing I see. It's like, why is that normal? And it, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just a, a thing where they don't know what to do. I mean, when I... They know what to do? They're just afraid, I guess? Yeah, I think it's a mix. I mean... So you've come across these people then? Oh, I mean, yeah. I think yeah. they're, you know, they're everywhere. I think a lot of people would love to just say that, make the switch and just, it's that easy, but it's just unfortunately not that easy. You have to really, really, really I mean, work I, for it. Yeah, I tell them like, you have the power with your iPhone. You can, if you can't find a partner, just do monologues, you know? Yeah, Start I mean, a website. even reading scripts. Yeah, I read mean, as much as you can. Going to see movies, going to see plays. I, I mean- like, Research filmmakers as well. Uh-huh. Of course. I mean, even pretending to be different characters in your day-to-day life. I mean, that none of that hurts. It's all practice. It's all, you know, the auditions is, you know, a numbers game. So that part is a little bit of luck. And, you know, you also have to be good. There's so many factors, but I feel like in their, everyone's free time, if they're trying to be an actor, they definitely should be trying to do research or studying in some capacity and it doesn't have to be a super hard where you sit down with a textbook and learn because i don't think acting is that way because at, at first i thought it was an la thing because people talk the talk a lot oh and of there's course. no there's no action of course yeah it is definitely an la thing slightly, yeah. but but then these these people are like coming out from different states and different countries and they say they love to do this, but they don't do it. And I'm just, I don't know why I care so much naturally, but it does like upset me. Yeah, it is. It is frustrating. I mean, I've had moments like, too where. Just just do it. I know. And it, I mean, it's, for some people, I guess it's not that easy, but it's, and it, it is not an easy thing. I mean, I've had my moments too where I'll catch myself slacking a little bit and I have to like, I actually had one of my, you know, acting coaches that I, I still work with and he's great. I work with him privately and he, 
is a genius. Um, I have a couple and they're all geniuses. Do but you want to give a shout out? The one I'm talking about right now, his name is James Wilson. And oh, I also, that's a name. I know. And, you know, he's been in the industry for a while. And my other coach I work with every single week, Charles Carroll, he's great. These um, are all actor names. Too. I know. And, you know, <laughs> my one coach I work with, you know, sometimes from New York, David Dean Bottrell, he's, uh, <laughs he's great. Stage names. And, you know, he works all the time. He's a working actor. But going back to James, when I first started, you know, I kind of caught myself slacking a bit and I would show up unprepared material or mm. didn't prepare enough or didn't do all of the exercises or work that he had asked me to do and you know at one point he sat me down and he was like look you're busy you work a couple of side jobs and you are you know trying to be healthy and you're trying to act and do all these things and he goes I get that but he goes at a certain point that doesn't matter like if you want to do this and you are as committed as you say you are you need to go and you need to go look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself how bad do you really want this because right now it's clearly not bad enough that you are willing to Damn. come with unprepared material Rebuked. yeah he ripped me a new asshole for sure um oh. and i that always stuck with me and i did i went in the mirror and i i think i actually cried that day because i was like i want it so bad but why am i not giving it as much work as I need mm. to and it you know kind of came back to the side jobs I'm putting too much energy and you know time I have to make money you know in between bookings so of course I have to yeah. put the time in but I was just giving it too much energy for something you know that is not my end-all be-all so I kind of had to reevaluate my priorities a little bit and it's still a working progress and there's days where I'm like oh I'm tired but I force myself to do the work because you know it's not work if you really enjoy it number one and number two like you just got to keep learning i mean it's acting is it's a never-ending learning cycle i feel like you can yeah. never know enough you can never know too much it's you just have to keep keep working at it every single day why do you love acting ah ooh, i've always loved creating things and mm -hmm. i never in a million years i was super shy as a kid i never in a million years thought that i would be an actor or i never said to my parents i want to be an actor i was always a bit of a performer so i was very shy but then when the you know lights camera music came on i would put on a show and i was no longer shy mm. and so when i look back i think i always had it in me and it's it's funny that i never realized that i wanted to be an actor but i like to say that i think acting found me and when it did, I knew immediately that this is exactly what I'm supposed to do. And I never really knew what my purpose was. And I just love telling a story from start to end. I love creating characters. I just love, you know, I want people to watch my work and really either relate to the character that I'm, you know, no. portraying or be so invested in the story that it kind of takes them out of reality for a little bit because yeah. I know, you know, I I grew up loving movies and me and my dad would go to the movies and it's one of my fondest Aww. memories I had with him. Oh, me too. And I love it because it would just, it takes you out of your own head for a bit and you get yeah. to just watch a beautiful story and, you know, it's kind of like reading a really good book. Like you just get so invested and... I just think storytelling and creativity is part of, you know, how people can change the world, truly. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it's 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 do, amazing. Do you have a favorite movie? Kill Bill. 
Kill Bill. I love Kill Bill. And people get so shocked by that answer. I would say Kill Bill mm. and... I just never heard it before. Yeah, it's... it's I, I love Wait, Uma Thurman. One? Volume one for sure is my favorite. Okay. I love Uma. I'm a huge Uma fan. I think she's so cool. I love her type of acting. Um, Why Kill Bill? I just love like like the fighting and I love the... I just think she's such a badass and yeah. I love that. Like that's the type of roles I would love to do. And I love that you have to, you know, she probably trained and learned all these yeah. skill sets that maybe she didn't have before. I don't know for sure on that, but I'm assuming she trained a lot oh, yeah, for those. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love stuff like that. I love learning new things. Um, I just love that type of action type of movie. I, I've always loved that stuff. But other than that, I would say my other favorite movie is the wizard of Oz. Mm. And my parents can contest to this, but apparently when I was really little, they would put that movie on for me. And when the credits would roll, I would sit there and I would say again, again, and they would replay the movie and I'd watch it on loop for hours. And it's kind of funny. Why would a baby love the wizard of Oz? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember, but I always have loved that movie. I, because you're like walking in a dream. It, it is. It's just so interesting. And I feel yeah. like that is that was creative. That is just such an incredible. I mean, I don't even know how they came up with that, but it's incredible. Yeah. And it's I definitely ahead of its time. It, 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 it was ahead of its time. And I just yeah, I love I love them. So those are probably my two favorite movies for sure. You've done a lot of horror films in the past couple of years. I and, have. And you got a lot of movies slated uh, in the near future. How are you doing all this? Uh, so Izzy, Isabella, <laughs> Bella, Brenza. <laughs> I love it. All the nicknames. I would say the majority of my resume so far is horror films or thriller type of movies. Yeah. Um, that's actually, would you say those are like easier to get cast? You know what? Somewhat? I actually don't know the answer to that. I will say the very first audition that I ever went on and I almost refused, but my modeling agent was the one that encouraged me to go. And I was... I mean, I think I nearly vomited. I was so oh, nervous. I, what was this? It was proof of concept for a full feature. I, it was also, so it was a horror and the script was great, but we only shot like a 15 minute section of it and they still haven't made it yet. So to this day, it's been a couple of years. They haven't made it. I still hope they do because I loved the script. Well, and what, is I, this, what is this one called? This was called The Chattering. Okay. It was crazy because I went into the audition. I was the last one there. It was oh. when auditions were still in person. So I I didn't even have a printer to print out the sides. I didn't yeah. even know what sides were. My agent was like, memorize these lines. I'm like... It's part of the script, so guys. I, I remember yeah. I was in my kitchen like writing them down on a paper towel. And I like drive to the audition. I run in. I'm like nearly late. I'm the last person there. And I just... I think I almost vomited and I ended up booking it and I, you know, I had a call back, whatever. And that was so much fun. So that was kind of the beginning of the horror stuff for me, but also of acting. I mean, that was the very first acting job I ever booked. What's the dream goal as an actor? Like what movie do you want to, what movie do you want to lead? I would love to do a type of Kill Bill type of movie for sure. That would be amazing. Um, So something like that. I, you know, I do love drama. I think I'm mm. good at drama. A biopic of some kind. I don't know who I could play at the moment. I'd have to do a some singer. thinking on that. Yeah, I could practice my singing <laughs> finally. <laughs> um, but I think something like that would be really interesting. But yeah, definitely like more of an action drama. I could, I, I would love to do something like that. That Are is, you trained in any martial art? 
at the moment no but i will but, say i do but you i have be. a script in the works with one of my close friends and it would be a role just kind of similar to kill bill Ooh. and I'd love to i see am it. going to probably start training i think it would be quite a long time until this movie is able to be made it's a high budget idea and we would need to get funding but it is super cool and i i've always wanted to learn so i am mm. gonna start some type of training i do boxing quite a bit oh so i'm not like a complete like i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> but um but, that's yeah. really the only training i've had so far with fighting or martial arts but i would love to learn more and that's definitely on my list of things to start doing this year for sure. I, I, I don't know what the going rate is for like taking like classes like that. I'm, I imagine they suck, but it's like yeah. If and you do the training now, you the opportunity comes and you you'll be ready, right? Which is exactly yeah. my what I want to do. I just want to be able to be ready for whatever comes my way. But mm -hmm. yeah, right now, kind of going back to your other question, I I've done a lot of horror stuff. I don't know if it's easier to book those. I do. Th I will say even in it just happened, I guess horror yeah. movies that I've seen even in the you know movie theaters at the box office. I do think they. I like to see them when they give. I feel like they give chances to people with not yeah. as big of resumes, and I do love to see that. And I think yeah. you know if it's a good movie and the acting is done well, I think it can help break people out for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so I you know I love I've always loved scary movies. I'm a big horror fan. So I'm I I don't mind doing them. I think it's so fun. I just love playing roles that are very opposite to how I look because I love a good challenge. <laughs> what do people think you look like? You know, I always I feel like if I were to get typecast, it would be like either the super nice, sweet girl, which like barista. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, but I just you know I need something with a little bit more of a challenge or. I have gotten a lot of auditions for things being the mean girl, which I think people <laughs> always think, especially because I can be quiet when you first meet me um, just because I'm shy. That doesn't mean you're mean. But a lot of people mistake that as as being, you know, cocky or being kind of a bitch, really? to be honest. So you? I. But once they get to know me, like, of course, that, you know, that goes You don't away. have a mean look at all. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, no. I hope not. I try to be like as... That's quite Smiley a shocking... Smiley and positive and nice as possible. I mean, of no. course, I've always had my days or my moments, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I could play a mean girl. I think it would be fun, but I would never want to be a mean girl in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could be <laughs> Regina George, but you can't. You don't want to be that in real life. Not in real life, no. Oh, my gosh. Maybe for a movie, though. That'd be um, kind of cool. I was surprised to see uh, you had a very uh, small but pivotal role in Euphoria season two uh i think that was the first episode yes two. season two first and episode i didn't recognize you at first uh, i had the reversal of uh reaction because i saw your name in the credits yeah and yeah then i was like wait who does she play yeah and then i watched it again i was like holy shit that, she took a huge risk but yeah it's a great show and i was like i mean i could say this because the whole world knows but i mean your character is not introduced face on. No. You are giving uh, uh, a disgusting character uh, a, a blowjob. And that is correct. You are half naked. Yep. There's a big violent, uh, a deliciously violent uh, <laughs> plot twist. Yep. And then you are screaming your head off. Yeah. And I was like, I know her. I was like, 
she's acting now. That's fantastic. Yeah, but, that's the. But she went pretty far. So that uh, yeah, very uh. What goes into your controversial? Um, it was role. A, a little bit. I. Well, but to whom though? You know, it was funny because when I I actually did believe it or not, I you know I sent in an audition tape. It was you know hundreds how do you audition that thousands of people exactly so that was kind of what i was like oh my god how am i gonna do this and i'm remember it was super late at night and i kept doing takes and takes and i was like this is just so boring like i there's no lines what am i supposed to do with this but i was like i always knew i just felt like i should i could be on euphoria i mean even before i started acting i'm like this show is so cool it's i would great. love to be on the show and so i was super excited but i was like you know what you manifested your goal I, yeah and i i was like at one point it was super late and i was about to call it quits and i was like you know what i need to think like what can i do to make this more interesting that no one else will do and i All with right. such little this. material yes, i mean yes. with it's such a small scene but I was, this is a I was strategic auditioning. This, yeah, and I Let's was taping this one by myself too. So I was just, you know, I kept pausing and restarting the camera. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to just genuinely, like I had tied up my hair and I was like, I'm going to just assume the position of sure. of the blowjob. I'll just go ahead and say it. I mean, it's I went on TV so people have was seen it. Was your back to the camera? I had had it. So I had the, my camera set up and I had it so my head was bobbing up and down in the frame which oh, okay. when okay. i watched it back i was like this is interesting because most people i mean you can't give a fake blowjob but you can like insinuate that you are on camera yeah. without it being seen and so mm -hmm. that was all that was coming up in frame was my head bobbing up and down and then i went into the rest of the scene after that and i i don't know if that's why i booked it who knows but i watched it and i was like now this is interesting because i don't think most people would have okay, figured so out how to Okay, so you're able to look at yourself like objectively then. I am. It's a work is, in progress. Which is really almost impossible for actors to do, right? Because I used to hate they're it. They're super critical. Oh, yeah. They only see their mistakes. Yeah. They can't look at it like an audience, like a fresh eyes. Yeah, it, it is hard. It's tricky. But I just, I knew for some reason, I'm like, this is what I needed to do to make this more interesting. Mm -hmm. So you did the movement as like a close up and then you started screaming? And then, yeah, and then I I, I think I played out a little bit of on, the scene. And the then cops I, knocked on your door and they're like... Oh, yeah, I screamed loud. I'm sure my neighbors <laughs> hate me. You know, I've actually done quite a bit of screaming in my apartment for auditions. You have to text them ahead of time and be like, I hey, know, I'm going to scream bad, in an hour, okay? A bad tenant. I should have... You know, sometimes <laughs> it just kind of happens. But, um, Well, yes. here's a good question for young actors who the character it requires you to be nude. Does that mean you should be nude in your audition tape? No. So no, I, right. okay. I was not That's nude good. in my audition tape. I think I wore either a bra or some type of crop top with shorts or a skirt or something like that. It's totally unnecessary for an audition tape, especially because okay. it is, you know, it's a tape and you're sending it, it's being recorded. Yeah, it's good. Um, so don't do that. So don't so do not do that. Um, just, you know, wear something as close as you can or as comfortable as you feel. I mean, everyone has their own range of comfort. But I, yeah, definitely stay clothed and, you know, you don't need to do anything like that until it's the day of and, you know, you're actually filming or, you know, you're talking over with the director, whoever it is about, you know, your comfort level. And that was really cool about Euphoria is that, you know, they had an intimacy coordinator and, mm. you know, I was able to talk everything through. And if I wasn't comfortable with something, I was I was able to, you know, say, but 
you know i i love being bold and at the end of the day i was like i am portraying this girl even though it was a small character you know it all plays into the story that they're trying to tell and you know Mm -hmm. my character was a you know a a prostitute or whatever term you want to use and so girl and you know that was her being naked so it it wasn't me being naked isabella it was you know my character and i had even created a whole story in my head and you know about about her and yes i was on screen for maybe 30 seconds but you know it like i said it all plays a role and i feel like you just put your best effort and your heart and soul into every little thing you do and eventually the roles will just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger but but so yeah keep out- her clothes on for the uh, for the self-tapes for sure <laughs> um but because you know when you show your uh you know your nude self you're you're kind of pretty much vulnerable to the whole world uh for forever so yeah i mean obviously that's not an easy decision you took the risk of uh deciding that yeah i did what what goes into that thinking and planning you know i mean it was interesting i definitely thought about it for a little bit before saying yes fully Um, And I talked it through with my manager and my parents and my roommate at the time and my friends and people that I really trusted. And even my the guy I was dating at the time. And, you know, I remember he told me not to do it. Mm. And, you know, there was a couple of people, you know, maybe saying maybe not. Maybe if you had more lines. You could be typecast as like, hey, this actress is willing to do that kind of stuff. So let's keep doing it. It is. And so it was tricky. And, you know, I at the end of the day, I really appreciated my 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 mom and my manager are both really prominent in my life still to this day and they both kind of had said a similar thing and they said Isabella look you are trying to you know go into this profession it's very hard you have this opportunity and they both kind of said you know what if you don't truly feel comfortable or you feel like you won't have fun doing it then don't do it but if you are comfortable and you are gonna do it they said the only thing we ask of you is just go like balls to the wall like you cannot give a single fuck excuse my language just go in and do it all the way like and you you can't be shy you can't be hesitant if you're gonna play this character you need to just heart and soul you are this character from the moment you walk onto set Mm -hmm. that day i mean for modeling i'm so i'm truly comfortable being naked it's not that i'm trying to like expose myself and look at me i'm naked all the time but it's just that i am comfortable so it that part didn't bother me it was more so like am i gonna get typecast am i gonna get you know criticized i don't think so but no and i like that they i what i liked about euphoria is that sam the director and the writer i mean if you looked at me i wouldn't necessarily get cast to maybe play a character like that i don't really have like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like model skinny and whatever. And by the way, I eat so much. So I actually, you know, oh. I, I kind of wish I would, you know, all gain the women like 10 are hating pounds. you now. Every, all the women are hating you. <laughs> no, it's just, I don't oh, know. I genetics eat so much. Thing. I can't gain weight. <laughs> but oh. no, I do work out a lot. I'm, I'm, I work out like a maniac. So I think that kind of probably yeah. keeps me in check. That, but That's um, why you eat. What <laughs> You work out for food. <laughs> basically, yeah, exactly. I work out so I can oh, so I can eat whatever. I do that too. So yeah, don't Fuck. don't get it wrong, but that's So it was a good experience on set? It was a good experience and I love that they went slightly maybe odd direction with that character by casting me and I just thought it was really unique of them to mm-hmm. you know Cuz like you, you didn't play the nice girl. 
I, no, you're not I didn't. the villain, and that's why I, I kind of liked it, and I was super intrigued by it, and I uh-huh. was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it, and I just, I did. I walked on set that day, just fully in character, and I, I just completely went for it, and I was never uncomfortable or I didn't feel shy or anything. I think at one point they were like forcing me to put the robe on. They're like, please, like in between the takes, <laughs> they're like, she's too comfortable naked. But um, yeah, it was yeah, it was it super fun, and that was kind of my first big thing that i booked so it was super exciting not to like keep talking about nudity but it's like sometimes models do pose nude yeah and i can imagine a lot of like hate and disdain from like strangers online and in person it's like how is that modeling you're like you're showing everything that shit's forever what would you say to haters in explaining Mm. how that is art creativity and it's still modeling and it's not dirty or like disgusting. I mean, look, I mean, we were all born with these bodies. It's something that like we all have in one way or another shape or form or whatever. It does have a bad rap, you know, especially with a lot of people, like you said, will say that it's not art or whatever. But I feel like if it my rule of thumb, even for modeling or for acting roles, it, involving nudity is is there a purpose for it whether it's in this photo shoot or in this acting role and if it is if there is a purpose of of it what is the purpose and making that clear in my mind and i think it's not just like purely sex appeal exactly and i I think that gets you know people get confused because of course if there is a purpose for it who cares like i mean like i said we all have these bodies like i don't think if it's done for a reason i think it's totally fine and i Mm -hmm. i think maybe not everyone thinks that way so going back to the what would i say to people that don't agree i think it's also just you know about perspective and sometimes we don't all agree on things or see things eye to eye, but I I've learned so much in anything I can do to broaden my perspective and maybe try to understand someone else's mm-hmm. point of view or way of thinking can be really helpful. I, of course people are going to place judgments and this and that, but I just feel like the more open-minded you are, I think it just, it only like helps like the world become a better place. Like everyone's gonna, you know, does their own thing. And I just feel like making judgments towards it is not, it just doesn't help in any way. Like, especially with that stuff, if someone's going to pose naked and there's going to be photos, like that's going to happen. Like there's no stopping it. So, you know, I guess if you're not comfortable with it, then just don't look at it or watch it. But I mean, (laughs) I feel like, you know, most of the stuff these days, especially with the Me Too movement and everything, the stuff that is done like that, there is a purpose to it. And I think that in that way, it is okay. If there's a creative uh, purpose to it, exactly. yeah, for whatever brand you're working for. Yeah, 100%. Um, but uh, what are your thoughts of like young women joining OnlyFans? Ooh, I think it's pretty cool. Oh. I personally don't have one and I never will just because it's not my thing. But yeah. I mean, I've seen or I've heard of all these women, you know, making so much money and, and doing their thing and from this platform and i think that's pretty cool i mean i think if you know if they're choosing to do that for themselves and that's how they want to you know make their living or pay their bills or whatever i am not one to place judgments everyone like i said does it is, their it is own hard thing. for me not to judge that though because i know three people who joined mm-hmm. and they're not even 25 
Yeah. I I'm mean, not a member, by the I way. I wouldn't um, say like. But I don't know. It wasn't like it wasn't like pure like screaming judgment. I was I was kind of heartbroken. Like yeah, you couldn't like mentally. I'm saying to them in my mind, I'm like, oh, you really you couldn't find another way to make a living. I mean, yeah, and and that that's where it does get sad. I feel like the people that do it because they think it's their only option. Yeah, that is but what's it's heartbreaking. Not. It is yes because yes. they think that because it is not, and there always is another way, and it's. It's always tricky and sometimes I, I'm like, wow, like I'm like working three side jobs right now and like wouldn't people oh. ask me, wouldn't wouldn't your life be so much easier if you just did OnlyFans? And like I I'll laugh and I'll be it like, would it be would easier. be. It would be a lot easier, but But that shit's forever. But I know that it's not my path. But yeah. I think the girls that do it and they do it truly because they want to, I think there is a handful of those and, and they they're just not hiding don't give it either a fuck and they don't hide it it's on their instagram i think all power bio. to them that's that's fine i mean i like i said i don't i don't know but i i do i would like to say like yeah it is not your only option if, to the girls or people or whoever that think that it is do you think in 10 years time they'll regret it Ooh, i don't know that's that's tricky i think you, only they can post, answer that for themselves whatever you post online is forever it is forever yeah. yeah i mean if i link it to my euphoria looking back do i regret doing that a hundred percent no not at all okay um and i wasn't sure at the time if i would i had no idea it was a, a risk and a jump that i just decided to take knowing yeah. that it could go either way and i don't regret it at all and i mean that's out there forever too and again it's brief and it was you were serving the it story was, i was serving the story and I, sure. so i'm okay with it but i who knows i think a lot of them probably will and i'm yeah. sure some of them like again they won't care because they I, just I don't watched, give a fuck but that's got, <laughs> also cool i guess <laughs> oh if you say so but uh, i was watching youtube clips of uh, other podcasters who interview these um models mm -hmm. who do it for a living and a lot of them kind of justify it yep and i do want to understand what they're thinking they do the uh reversal on agency models they're like well we're doing the exact same thing and i mean they're doing the exact same thing like um you know bella Gigi, um, yep. um, adriana they're all posing the same way we are so i don't see how what we're doing on OnlyFans is wrong so it's like it's a very clever way of like uh, defending their, you know, ideology. Yeah. So I'm like, so it's basically I'm saying this is going to be a never ending argument. And to, to young girls, I highly do not recommend doing that. I mean, everyone's got some kind of passion that they could exactly turn into a living so, exactly yeah, yeah i would it's just not say, your way out it's not your way saying. out and i agree i'd say go find your passion and and yeah. go for it and you know do whatever you can to make that dream come true yeah i saw a quote that i loved recently that says if you're not trying you're already failing yep i've yeah. heard that one so too. it's better to like fail because you're doing more than not trying exactly yeah because you know just not trying at all i feel like is just it's a doom and it, it's depressing yeah. and I, I feel like those people will look back and and regret i mean i you're just gonna be a rock in the river bro it's crazy i mean even like just thinking on small things everything that i've ever wasn't sure about doing and i did it i don't regret any of those things and mm -hmm. i can only imagine if i wouldn't have done them i probably would have a lot of regrets so i feel like you can 
you can never regret something that you gave your all to and that you tried your hardest. Something always will come out of it that is positive at some point or in some way if you just keep trying your your all. I mean, I don't see how you could lose if you if you do that. Well said. Now speaking of your modeling and acting career, like you never had like a negative experience from like predators or like harassment. Not specifically, no. Like I said, I'm pretty alert. I try to stay away from, you know, any predators or anything like that. I can usually try to sniff them out. But um, what are the I, red flags? Are we all pigs? And <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Cause I'm I, like, I'm a guy. I'm a photographer. It's like, oh, shit, I, I chose this life. I'm going to be in part of that stigma. So no, not still- at all. And, and you're super kind and respectful. And I, I feel like I. I've been lucky enough to, for the most part, I, I surround myself with those types of people or they have come into my life and I've, I've been lucky with that. But I will say, you know, when I was modeling in Asia, it wasn't necessarily like a predator thing by any means, but they were very strict about weight and measurements. And it was constant, like, you know, if you aren't this weight or this measurement, like you can't eat and you don't get your pocket money for your food that week. So you eat less. So you are forced to lose weight. And I mean, they would measure us every almost every day and weigh us on coming to our apartment in the morning and weigh us on the scales. Oh my God. I was smaller than like I am now. I was 16 or 17. I'm like, it's that mindset was crazy. And it definitely creates oh, a sort of damn. insecurity in your head constantly about. They wanted you that hollow? They, what if you passed yeah, out? Yeah, exactly. It's it. So that was crazy. That's probably like the craziest experience I've had with stuff like that. Mm. What are your thoughts on cancel culture? Ooh, my thoughts. Is I it mean, excessive or is it right? I think it depends. I think every situation is unique. I mean, I think there are people that if they are crossing severe boundaries like that and you know making people super uncomfortable and not able to do their jobs and it just i think that's all terrible and even I think if they, it's just like words like he says she ooh, said that's tricky because it comes it's a he he said she said thing where yeah. like you know i don't think that harassment on any level is okay and i do think it, it happens a lot and do you think like flirting is harassment now or do they I think, think it that? depends. I think if I think it could be, especially yeah. if the other person is very visibly and clearly not into it at all and you've asked them repeatedly to stop or you've, you know, told them with your body language to stop, I think that is not okay and I think that could for sure be considered harassment. Yeah, cuz this started like 6 years ago now. Yep. And it's it's definitely a wake up call. And so from that point on, when I was like, like shooting models and meeting models, I don't ever, I don't ever insinuate any kind of physical touch yep. unless I shake their hand, maybe just say hello. But when we rap, I'm like, just go. I don't <laughs> hug unless they hug first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's, it's kind of, that kind of sucks because it is, there is obviously like a huge majority of people that don't mean any harm by that. Sure. And I and I'm a male photographer, guys. Exactly, so and it, it starts to I'm get supposed to be a wolf or a dog. Tricky, and I feel like lines can get blurred. But I, it's it's hard to say. Everyone has their own boundary, mm-hmm. and so that's where it gets tricky with the cancel culture because I feel like there's not a set parameters. Like everyone has with their com- like for me, like of course, like I'm when we're done, you know, even with this, I'm gonna give you a hug goodbye. Like I'm. No. I'm so, no, don't no touch, you will not don't touch be. Me. <laughs> okay, okay, I won't. <laughs> no. But I especially I'm in such a private a, room, like don't do it. 
<laughs> I feel comfortable I, if we're in public. Okay, then, okay, then, yeah. only in public. Got it. Maybe a high See, five. And that that's the that's the boundary. And I feel like you know, people should be more maybe verbal about what their boundaries are sometimes. And just I'm so just such crazy. a loving, and I, I love like you know hugging my friends and my yeah co-workers and stuff like we are we're all super like that but of course if someone said they were not comfortable like i don't know i would, mean it's you like know, you, i wouldn't do it anymore you could be at the craft service table and the guy's standing side by side you'd be laughing and then he'll be like he'll touch your shoulder and be like, oh oh her, her, he, he sexually harassed me oh i'm gonna report it yeah i personally wouldn't do that unless it was like a groping of some kind that were that was super inappropriate but sure. for me like the that i mean i would say or i'd like to think maybe i'm naive here that most people are if they're hugging or doing something like that it's coming from a genuine place or they just like to and hug. not a weirdo place but i don't know hey, it's hollywood baby it is hollywood <laughs> who knows it's just such a touchy subject because mm. everyone has their own personal boundary of what's okay yeah. and what's not, and that's why I think that I just, is, I just play it safe, dude. I just I it's just, better to I just be stay safe away. than sorry. That's yeah. probably yeah. I mean, uh, someone recently a model hired me to uh, shoot lingerie mm-hmm. right here in this corner. Oh wow! And I <laughs> hold on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I I told her ahead of time you can bring whoever you want. Mm-hmm. And when she did arrive, when I met her downstairs, her friend dropped her off, yep. uh, another girl. And I also told her, she doesn't have to go. She could just come up with us and hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Not like hang out like like pills and drinks and shit. Um, but like, you know, just to feel safe. Yeah, of course. And also because L.A. space is so fucking expensive. This is the most I can improvise with. And then another, hey, at least you're making it work, you know. Yeah, another thing I did to make her feel comfortable, I put a bunch of shit on my bed, mm-hmm. so she doesn't get the idea. I'm like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And she was totally cool, totally professional, because she changed in different looks, and we just get right into shooting, you know. Yeah, I'm. I was kind of proud of myself. I was like, I, I could not have been more professional. I'm basically saying I care about my career very much. Of course. Yeah. And I, and I think that most of us hopefully do. You can fuck it up in like 10 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Because yeah. my big dream, this will be my last question to you. My yeah. big dream is to be, to get in the union so I could shoot like these big fun movies for studios. Fun. You mean um, uh, like. Uh, shooting stills. Stills. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Uh, you met Eddie Chen, right? Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So what he does. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Did, I you know totally Did you know that you about that. me? I guess not. No, it was I mean, all I model. remember when we shot that long time ago, we were kind of talking. It was kind of right when I was, I mean, I'd been acting that? for like a year or so. And we were talking about film and, and, you know, I remember the face group group you were suggesting for me to check out about jobs and things that they post. And so I kind of knew you wanted to do something within film, but I didn't know. How it was do you that. remember that conversation? I listen, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, you're not you're not the first. Like other people like they remember what we talked about a year ago or two but that was two years well, yeah, ago. Yeah, I mean both of our big dreams kind of stem from that world. Oh, so wow. Your memory is freaky. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's what I want to do. I wanna shoot James Bond, I wanna shoot uh Jason Bourne and Stranger oh, Things, but it's that would time be is going by so fast and they're all ending now. It's like it's okay. There'll be new ones. There'll be new. No, I want stuff the OG Stranger Things. I I love that fucking show. I know um, Stranger Things is great, but I will say, like, I mean, it it's only been out for a couple of seasons, and you know, it 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 was a gem. Like, 
but there'll be other gems like i, yeah, I think there will yeah. be i mean i'm looking you know, forward to that yeah i want to shoot spy thrillers but just keep putting it out there you never know they're they're still filming so it's possible <sighs> you gotta think the impossible this is not about me <laughs> this is about you <laughs> well to wrap it up uh, izzy isabella bella brenza um <laughs> what is your big dream this year that you are going to fucking manifest Ooh. Okay. Well, I mean, my my big dream, which I, I feel like I'm, you know, getting uh, little taste uh, of it here and there, which uh, is amazing. But I I just truly, you know, would love to be an amazing film actor, and you know, be, like who? Whose career do you want? Ooh. Margot Robbie. Or Uma Thurman, Angelina Jolie. I love Angelina Jolie and Margot Robbie, and specific well i love all of them but i feel like they also you know they produce they direct they're super involved in creating projects as well and that they're not just a pretty face they're not just a pretty face and that is part of my goal as well i want to be able to do all of that fantastic oh so she can you believe they shot that in 30 days oh my god how the fuck did they do that i had no idea there's like 2000 scenes in there that's insane that's pretty impressive anyway but yeah i would love to have that type of career that they have and you know i would use my powers for good and 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 try to you know help people along the way and you know hopefully do bigger and crazier things once i got to that level but for now i'm just gonna keep you know climbing up that hill that'll be your long-term journey that's my end goal yeah for sure but what about what movie what kind of movie do you want to make this year this year, I have, um, it was one lucky. of my goals to book a box office film. So e- sure. whatever, you know, something that's like going to theaters that's, you know, and whether it's, you know, a, that you can I'll seen. shoot big. I'd love, I'd love to be, you know, the lead of a box office film. But I, that was my, my goal for the year in some capacity with some sort of lines and some pressure. sort of character. I want to book a box office film and that may mean that the that movie doesn't come out for two years but i want to book one i want to you know be able yeah. to sink my teeth into it and of course and, who doesn't want that and get there you were in rebel moon i was i have a very small role in rebel moon Where, but again the, what's the time code to find you like uh you, i saw ooh. it too but i so i think it. i'm gonna be slightly more visible in the second one hopefully oh but um yeah i mean i auditioned for that too believe it or not it's crazy how you know something we have to you, wait till april yeah but i am in it's in the bar scene where they're in the bar that kind of looks like the star wars yeah yeah situation with charlie hunnam with charlie hunnam did you meet him? i did he seems like a nice guy. He, they were all so nice. Every oh, single cool. one of them were such sweethearts. And it was so cool to be alongside of them, even though I, I barely do anything. You were in that full but, costume in the you bar? Know, they, they handmade that costume for me. And, you know, it took... They said they were planning the design of that for you know, about a year before we even started filming. So a lot went into it, <sighs> Man, even though I'm not seen very much. But, you know, bigger budget movies, that happens. There's, you know, a lot of characters. It's... Have you seen sci-fi? The, have you seen part two? I have not seen part two. Okay, but you're sure for sure in it. I for sure shot a scene in part two. That they won't cut. No, there's no way. They'll, it's a pivotal scene that you're part of. Scene. Okay, good. Um, again, it'll probably be quick, but just that experience altogether. I mean, I was on set for a total of, I think, two weeks almost for that. Two weeks. I would say I spent uh, about ten days of the two weeks in my trailer and in hair and makeup because that that outfit was body paint and it oh. fake tattoos and it took them about four hours every day to do that 
and then about an hour to but remove still, it all. That's great. You got to pay for two weeks. And I just got to be on set and I got to learn. So I'm like, yes, I would have loved to be in it a little bit more. Also, oh, you sure. asked a thousand questions, all the HODs. And but I, yeah, I mean, I even had like my own assistant. It was crazy. And then to Whoa. go and watch it and it's like, I had like two, three of my own hair and makeup people and they were so fun. And, you know, we, we would all, you know, it's funny, you know, you're, you're not in it for very long, but how much detail they really put into yeah. all of that. It's honestly impressive. Like how much he really gives a shit. And I was just so grateful, like to yeah. even be like a part of it, small or big. It was just such a cool set. And Zach, the, the director, yeah. and he, he's amazing. And yeah. him and his wife were super sweet. Everyone was so cool on that set and to learn from, you know, the bigger characters on that on that set and oh, be around yeah. them was just the learning lesson was worth it altogether. <laughs> well, you got your paid days in there, man. Oh, for I sure. Thought, I thought you were there helpful. for like three days or something. That's what you that's would nice. think. <laughs> Two weeks is nice, right? Yeah, because you get paid by the day. Yeah. Um, speaking of Zack Snyder, I mean personally, that's the life I want to like. Because in the film industry, it's all encompassing, right? Yeah. Like you, you're sacrificing sleep, family, love, friends. But if you got a business partner and a romantic partner where you could still be a couple and still do what you love. Yeah. I think that's a, it's a pretty miraculous kind of dream. I think I would, I would love that. Like Chris Nolan and his wife do that. Yeah, it is really Some cool. other couples do that too. So That's it's goals like, for sure. Yeah. Super, like you, super goals. You gel together so well that you can be coworkers. Yes. Because normally coworking lovers are it doesn't, a disaster. Yeah, yeah. usually. Yeah, I, I would like to personally achieve that. So. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great goal. And it's, yeah. I mean. I imagine you would too, right? Oh, for sure. That yeah. would that would be amazing. Like, I think no matter how old we are or how mature we think we are, loneliness and isolation really can fucking strike. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I cry pretty easily. And like you said to, to young actors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after this, we're going to cry together. Yep. So <laughs> Absolutely. What you were saying about young actors trying to, like, choose this profession. I mean, you're outside, like like what 16 hours a day you're always traveling you can't yeah. you can't plan ahead socially not really nope. and you're basically s repeating that if you want to do this you have to really be sure because there are some there are some, side effects to it yeah, yeah and there's some sacrifices that definitely yeah. need to be made and like it doesn't mean those are permanent but for the time being you know it's mm -hmm. and i think people can do it with a partner a relationship and all that stuff I think everyone's situation is mm -hmm. unique and specific. Yeah, a lot of the social stuff has to get cut out, especially in the beginning, because it's just, you need to just, the craft is the most important thing. It doesn't matter what you do, acting, yeah. sports, or whatever. Like, you need to train like a beast to be good enough to get, you know, to that end goal that you that yeah. you want to get to. And that requires a lot of time and a lot of sacrifice and a lot of hard work. I, I love being on film set. I love making movies. Me too. Um, but if there's only one complaint I have, it's it's the waiting around. Yeah, and <laughs> right? I don't know if that will ever change. To be honest, I don't it's think a hurry so. up and wait situation. Yeah, yeah. Eddie said all that too. the time. Hurry up, and even wait. with auditions. I mean, you get in and it's got to be in at a certain day, and then and then you just got to sit there and wait. <laughs> like the AD asks camera, how how much time will this setup be? And they're like fifteen minutes. They're like, is that a real fifteen? Yeah, or is that a movie? Or is that forty-five? Yeah. <laughs> yeah um you would think like the technology has advanced a lot but you, you're still waiting a lot yeah and I, I think it is i mean it is a puzzle if you think about it you're 
you know, bringing something that's written, a story that's written on paper into real life and there's all these aspects that play into it that are all equally as important. I, I can only imagine that to do that and have it done well, it, it probably yeah. does take some time or if something's not working, they have to adjust. Like oh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm sure it's, time. it's a lot it's of problem work solving, on their It's creative solutions. Yep. It's like geographical lighting and all that stuff. So it's like, um, um, God, what did he say? Oh, I was going to say something. It's I would encourage young actors to write. I agree. Even if yeah. it's, Don't you wait know, around. for fun. Yeah. Or even if you, you know, shoot a couple of the scenes out of the script. Exactly. For yeah. your real. I mean, yeah. I've done it. It can do nothing but help you. It's, yeah. it's a great way I'm glad you're writing. Uh, I think all moving. actors should be writing. I agree. You're, it's all it's all about getting ahead. And, and it's all connected. I mean, yeah. the second I started getting into writing, I it just opened my mind so much more when I got an audition okay they wrote this I spent hours you know trying to think and write stuff for my script so they obviously put time and effort into this for a reason so what is that reason me as a character I need to figure out it's not just words on a page there is a specific purpose for this and once mm. I started thinking that way I actually started booking a lot more so I mm. think it, it it does help oh nice yeah and read scripts folks of course yeah, yeah. more than novels I would say Honestly, yeah. yeah. But definitely read both if you read have Read both, yeah. yeah. Read if you both, have, watch if you have movies good eyes. too, TV shows. Yeah. Learn good and bad. And don't read movies. Oh my God, people are like turning on subtitles like crazy. Oh, I'm not a subtitle person. You're not? No. Oh, thank God. It drives me nuts when I go home. My little siblings always want to put it on. I'm like, turn that shit off. I thought it was an Asian thing at first. Oh. It's spreading to everyone they it's like too subtitles. distracting i want to see the art that's on the screen i yes! don't want to be reading that yes we i shouldn't have to read preach preach oh yeah. and here's what my asian friends will say why they turn it on I yeah ask why, why do you turn it on well i don't want to miss anything ah on the contrary you're missing 80 percent. yeah but they don't see it that way yeah or I'll just like shout at them. Get your ears it's just checked. Distracting. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Or turn up the volume or something. Oh, oh that's I'm, I'm glad to hear that. You made my day. Yeah, God, thank it's you. spreading. It's spreading <laughs> like a virus, dude. It is. Turn okay. those subtitles off, everyone. <laughs> okay, I gotta let you out of here. So. <laughs> All right. All right, Isabella. I'll see you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Thank you. That was so fun. Oh, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>